Starting Tech News Weekly in 3, 2, 1. Everybody, welcome to Tech News Weekly. I'm your host, Andrew Zarin. Of course, I'm joined by Suncast. How you doing, John? Aliens. Uh, chemtrails. Uh, uh, 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, I um, I went on a rant. So John Prosser's not here today. Uh, I was trying to get him to come, but he's not here. And I no, went no, no, off. no, 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 no. Just, we, just we just need to continue this tirade. Uh, you know what? I can't do it because if I continue doing it, People are actually going to think I'm really insane. And two, my throat is actually killing me at this point. And every time I do the Alex Jones, uh, I, <laughs> I'm i losing like five minutes of doing a show. So right now we're down to like doing a 30-minute show. Uh, I'm so sick. After the Apple event that we did on Wednesday, uh, I felt great because I drank a bottle of wine while we did the show. So it was perfect. But I, I guess it kind of triggered whatever sickness i had uh because i did not feel well in the morning and i felt great in the afternoon and all of a sudden i totally crashed at night like i felt See, terrible you drink too much you, you know what it wasn't it wasn't really it wasn't like a hangover i i was just so sick and yesterday i know but it's poison for your body like fluoride in the water john it's like yes. fluoride in the water uh Hold i on, let me take some take a drink of water yeah yeah i so I got really sick, and yesterday, like, I started feeling good again because I bought some Theraflu from the store, and, you know, it's this, like, weird thing where I feel amazing when, like, when I'm peeking on it, and then I'm going to crash, like, probably within the next hour. So we have to do the show now because I'm 100% right. going to crash and feel like crap, uh, but I already feel like my throat is starting to close up. <laughs> So I've also oh, gone dear. on this. I've gone on this. to lose Andrew Zarian. Yeah, I've also gone on this crazy uh, cleaning kick today because I, I feel like something is triggering me getting sick in my room. Most likely me. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just triggering myself and getting sick. But you, you are a sick person. I am a very sick person. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, a lot happened this week. A lot of Apple stories, a lot of Apple news, and we're a couple of days separated from the Apple event that we did. I thought that was the most fun that we've had, uh, that, that we've covered the Apple event. In all honesty, I think that was probably one of the best Apple events that we've had in a year or two. Yeah, not necessarily. I mean, the event itself was be- was not bad at all. Uh, it was no, one of the better well, ones. definitely compared to WWDC. Yeah, it was a much better event. But I, I thought, like the like, it was a fun event. I enjoyed. I had a lot of fun doing it because normally I'm counting down the minutes to get out of there. <laughs> you know, get out of the event. Yeah. So, yeah, the good, the, so that you can go and get drunk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so they did give us a lot to talk about. They did give us a lot of stuff uh, to discuss. So we'll begin, obviously, with the big announcement, the iPhone 7, the iPhone 7 Plus. Uh, this was the, uh, the, the showpiece of the event. Uh, come with some of the specs here. I'm going to go down the list here, and then we'll just pick up you know, what we want to discuss. Uh, comes in jet black now. Apple warns it could be scratched. Apple's sending out a warning telling people, like, this is, uh, the, 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 I guess, the, whatever it yeah, is on it's, the surface. It's, it's, it's obviously worded in such that it diminishes that, that fact, but it's, it's basically 
them covering their butt. So what did they say exactly? What were the exact words? I don't know the exact words. I'd have yeah. to look it up. I but saw it, it. was extremely vague and just them saying, hey, look, um, yeah, it is polished, but uh, because it is polished and glossy, it is possible that you could see micro abrasions. Okay, well, that makes sense. And you know what? Good for them for letting people know because then people are going to you know, complain that Apple didn't warn them. So that's fine. Most likely, you know what's amazing though? We have these beautiful phones, right? Like we, we have these beautiful, beautiful phones, which I don't have mine on me. And all we do with them is literally just cover them up with a case. Yeah. I mean, that's all we do, which is amazing. So we're, we're so fragile though. Like, yeah, that's the thing. If you don't have it in a case yeah, and you accidentally drop it, it's done. Yeah, so you want to go down the list a little bit? I didn't put a whole lot of stats in here. I just basically put yeah. some bullet points and stuff. All right, so, um, so it has go a ahead. new A10 Fusion processor in it. They say that makes it the fastest yet, which you know, of course, it's the latest one that they have. So um, it's it's faster than the 6s. I forget how much faster that it is, but um, they were saying that it's it's the fastest yet, um, and it's also water and dust resistant, which is something very interesting because in their warranty, they still say that um, it doesn't cover water damage. But because they removed the headphone jack, they're now able to, I guess, make it somewhat water and dust resistant. How much water and dust resistant that is, uh, we'll have to wait and see because I'm yeah. sure they'll do some sort of you know, testing to see just how waterproof this is. Obviously, it's not completely water you can't dive in in water with it you can't you know yeah. soak it in water but you know here, here's where most water damage happens people aren't dropping their phones in toilets and sinks and getting water damage majority of the time you're getting water damage by just being in the rain uh that's that's how almost everybody that i know that has had water damage ruin their phone uh, and you know what the thing that actually goes bad on the iphone is the speaker Mm-hmm. The, the the mic, I'm sorry, the microphone goes bad. So this is going to prevent something like that from happening, and I think that's that's great. I, I don't know how resistant it's going to be and how good it's going to work, but I'm really interested to know just how water resistant this will actually be. Twenty meters under the ocean. Yeah, deep diving. Um. So uh, it also has uh, the seven now has the same image stabilization that you saw in the six S plus. They've added, they've carried that over. Uh, one of the interesting things that they've done is they've upgraded the front facing camera from a five megapixel camera to a seven megapixel and camera, that's which that's I think actually, is a very big improvement. That's actually a very big improvement because uh, mo- most people, I mean, most of the time, if I'm taking a photo with like my friends, I'm not saying like, "Hey guys, can someone take the photo?" We're doing like a selfie, you know, we're holding it up right. like this and we're taking a selfie. So. A lot of the photos that you see posted on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat, they're all front-facing cameras, and we know how miserable these things look. Uh, they're not yeah. really great cameras. 7-megapixel camera is probably one of the leading uh, leaders in the industry right now, right, for front-facing cameras. You know, if they really wanted to be cool, they would have made it a 12-megapixel, same as the front and back. back well, they'll get I there. I think would have been incredible. They'll get there. The iPhone selfie. Yeah. I mean, that would have been incredible. Yeah. Um, I see. So the, the 7 Plus now comes with a dual camera. It has a wide angle and a telephoto lens. So 
So it's got two cameras side by side. Um, telephoto is what's really cool is that it offers 2x optical zoom so that you can switch between the wide angle lens, which is basically just a 1x lens. But then you also have the telephoto lens, which does up to 2x optical image uh, resolution, which is extremely cool that you're able to get 2x out of this. I don't know that you can necessarily get from any other phone. No. Well, other than, I, I mean, the LG one, I think, does something like that, right? Where it's the same concept, two two lenses, and it does the zooming. You know, one is a uh, wide lens, yeah. and the other one is a 2X or whatever, a zoom, you know, a, a zoom lens. Um, yeah, I, 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 they say that you can also do a software zoom up to 10X, which is neat, but I don't know that I would ever... But if you have, but you already, if you have two x optical and then you zoom in once or twice, you know, that's still better than what you're gonna have. It'll look fine. How often do you have to zoom in your in your on your camera? I'm curious. Like when you're taking a photo, do you do you ever zoom in more more than I care to? Yeah, interesting. I mean that's yeah, that's just me because you know I'm often in circumstances where I want to zoom in on something like. You know, I, I want to take a picture of my cat, but I don't want to scare the cat away while he's doing whatever yeah. he's doing. So I'll just zoom in. Interesting. Um, so. Let's talk about the that other camera feature that they discussed for a minute. Yeah, the uh, new bouquet. Is that what they're calling it? They bouquet? Have. Yeah, which is a depth of field thing that they're doing, which is pretty cool. So it's all software-based, right? Yeah, it, it it's using both cameras, I guess, to make a, a, a depth of field map of the subject and what's in what's being uh taken in, in the photograph. And it does this in real time, all this calculation. I think they were calling it um ISP, the, the image processing is what the, what it's being called. Yeah. Um it's pretty cool what they do is is that they can actually blur out the background. They'll they'll isolate objects that is taking the photograph of in real time and determine what's foreground, what's background, yeah. and blur the background out. So which I will let make me for incredible um, portrait photos. Let me see if I can pull this up. Oh, jeez, come on. There we go. Okay, so this website has photos, but this will not load. Come on. Come on, there you go. So here are some the, examples. The sad thing is that... Um, it doesn't sound like we'll actually get this feature at launch. We are not going to get it at launch, and I think it's extremely disappointing that we're not because this is a major, major feature. Oh, absolutely. I this mean, first of all, that's a, that's a stunning point. photo that it took. First of all, it's yeah. very wide. It's that. I mean, that's a very wide. I mean, they cropped it, obviously, but uh, like these are these are some examples. You know, we don't know what kind of conditions they took these in, but nonetheless, it was taken by an iPhone. These were not retouched either. These were taken, you know, I guess in, I guess in whatever, you know, real time uh, photos that they were taken. Uh, So this is actually a very impressive piece of technology and I'm very excited for it. I just, this is definitely something that makes me want the seven plus. Yeah. I mean, this is a beautiful shot and this is a more of a realistic shot that I could see being taken with this camera. Yeah. Um, like this is an example of the bokeh, the depth of field mode that they have, where you yeah. can see that the back, uh, you know, this is what DSLRs do, and I'm not saying that this is a this is a DSLR quality, but you know what? It's good enough. To be honest, it's good for enough. Most people, it, it is for yes. 99% of people. And listen, I have a DSLR. I have many photography friends, and they are not very happy about this. 
This is this is giving well, it away. You're, you're you never going to be able to replace a DSLR. I mean, you're still only no. getting two X optical image stabilization. But you know what this is equivalent of? This is you know what this is the equivalent of. Nothing compares to CD audio, right? Right. But the MP3 is king. Yes. It's a very similar uh, kind of example of. When you put, it doesn't have to be the best. It just has to be good enough. I think this is far mm. beyond good enough. This is beyond point and shoot technology at this point. It, the iPhone killed the point and shoot. Well, most point and shoots still do four X optical Forget zoom. About, no, so. but I'm, but if you're doing if you're doing depth of field on these point and zooms, they're not the best depth of field unless you're getting a nice expensive one. No, a, a lot of this honestly is is software and depending on how that software processes what it's seen. I mean, look at this. Uh, this is absolutely... I mean, I mean first of all... That's by really the way, what you're seeing is 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 the software processing yeah. and how well it actually works. This is using the image stabilization that's in the iPhone, and it's also using... That's in the 6S, right? The 6 doesn't have image stabilization. Correct. Okay, so the, the, the Plus has... I'm sorry, not even the 6S has that. I believe the 6S Plus... And the 6 Plus have it. So this is using image stabilization. If I could find the shot, there you go. And it's most likely on some sort of stabilizer or a tripod. Yes. You know, so, like. it, I mean, or the man has the steadiest of them hands of them all, you know. he. But this is absolutely a stunning picture to, to, to say that was taken I'd with an iPhone. I don't know how much time they spent actually making these shots. You know what? I don't imagine they took, they spent a lot of time taking it because if you have, because I've done it with this phone, right? Like I have a tripod for this and I, I was playing around in the studio with, with my Axia board here and I, I, I need to take a photo for Kirk and I put it on the stabilizer and I did a couple shots and even without the best lighting, Man, it looks so much better than holding the phone in your hand and, and hitting it. Because even mm. the slight, even the slightest movement, will affect the quality of it. Yeah. Listen, it's not. This is not a DSLR. Again, I'm not saying this is going to kill the DSLR or really be a a threat to people that are purchasing DSLRs. I don't think people are going to say, "Well, I'm not going to buy a DSLR because I have an iPhone." Most people that are buying a DSLR camera want to get it into photography they want to take it seriously i think what this is hurting is you know maybe you're gonna hire someone for your kid's first birthday you know what i mean like maybe are you you have a party and you're saying to yourself oh I mean, you know it'd be nice if i got a photographer it's not make or break you don't need to it's not gonna kill the wedding business or like photo shoots but if you were contemplating having a photographer at your kid's christening or, or the first birthday you may say you know what I could take my iPhone out. Everybody has an iPhone anyway. The photos look great. Let everybody just take whatever they're doing and send it to me. Yeah. When 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 you're coming close like this, it's a major game changer. This is some way bigger deal than people think. I was talking to Paul. Paul doesn't think this is as big of a deal as I do. I really think this I think, is a big deal. I think it's a decent deal. I think it's 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 something that um maybe not innovative, but it's a nice step forward. Well, it's it's a major leap. What we've seen it's on most cell phones. Well, it's the first major leap that the iPhone has taken since, I guess, the iPhone 4s with their camera. I mean, I, I you know what I would even say is that it's the first major leap that they've taken since the initial iPhone. 
you know, 3G with the with, with the quality of the camera because nobody was doing decent photos before on a phone. Right. So this is a this is a major leap. I'm curious to see what it's going to look in real time. Obviously, we 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 won't know until you know John gets it and I get it and we start snapping photos at the bar and out out you know at dinner and stuff like that. You, we won't really know, but if if it is close to this, then it's going to be a big deal. All right, we'll move on, John. I, I'm really into so this. I'm really really into let's, this. Yes. Let's talk about the the big elephant in the room, and, and that is the um, fact that they removed the headphone jack. Yes, that's just something that was rumored, and now is confirmed that there is no headphone jack. Okay. Um, Apple will, however, provide you with uh, lightning headphones. It's the same headphones that they've put in every other you know box of iPhones, only with a lightning connector on it, and they'll also supply a. Lightning to 3.5 millimeter headphone adapter. Okay. So that so, if you have other headphones, you can still plug it in. Okay. So let's talk about this. I, we, we've discussed this for a couple weeks now. And we all agree that this, is, this may be a big deal or may not be a big deal. You know, we, we still don't know how people are going to play out and how this is going to play out when it hits the market. And uh, the interns here. Hang on one second. Uh, Deacon's here. John, say hi to the intern. Hello, intern Deacon. So we don't know how this is going to play out. Well, yesterday I went out and I went to the bar and I went to go see a play. And I asked everybody that I knew uh, that have that have iPhones. And I and I asked them, I'm like, oh, are you going to get the iPhone 7? They said probably. You know, people that are up for upgrades are going to get it. People that are not, they're going to wait, right? They're going to wait their two years. And I asked everybody and I brought up the fact that the headphone jack is gone. And they said, Really? So what are they going to do? I said, well, it's the lightning port adapter, the same as your charger, but they're going to give you an adapter for your existing headphones, and they're also giving you a headphone that goes into that. They go, oh, okay, that's cool. I go, does it bother you at all that you can't use your other headphones? He goes, no, I only use my Apple headphone. I, use I the don't headphone think that came they, they – well, you know, here's the thing is that I don't think these people realize that they're not going to be able to charge their phone – while also having headphones plugged in. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. that's the main issue for me. That is and a main yes, issue. You can solve that with an adapter. Belkin has one that they're going to sell for $40. That's a dual lightning port adapter. And Amazon is going to sell it too. For, you know, Amazon is going to have their own version. That's going to be half the price. So it's fine. But, but they will not Nonetheless, know. you have to have these adapters. And these are ugly adapters that are easily lost. That's another thing you got to carry, right? That's the yes. thing. So I could see one adapter. I could see, let's say you have headphones that you like to use. And so you're going to have the Lightning to 3.5 millimeter, right? Yeah. Okay. So I go into the city. So, so you, I go you, into you the city. You basically have to have a pair of headphones. Mm-hmm. You have to have the 3.5 millimeter And then you need a breakout. Adapter. And you, need then a you breakout. also have to have the dual lightning port adapter so they can charge it and have your headphones plugged in at the same time so when you brought this two more things you have to carry with you so when you brought this up to me i i really thought i'm like well that's a very small group of people that use it that way and it probably is it's still a small group of people but i I, you know it it might be but at the same time i don't think people realize what a inconvenience this will actually be no they don't and i'll tell you why they actually face this problem head on I don't think they realize the problem that exists. Well, uh, I, they do not because that was my next question I asked people because 
a lot of my friends work in the city. So they take the train in the morning. They go 35 minutes into Manhattan. No, actually 30 minutes into Manhattan. They do another 15-minute walk or they go on the subway. So their commute is like an hour to get to work, okay? They, use their, 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 they have their phone on them the entire time. Now they probably go out for a drink after work with their colleagues. Their phone is probably about 60% at this point. Now you're coming home. Your battery's down to 20%. They all carry a small uh, ch- like backup charger. Mm-hmm. Now they're on the train. They're charging their phone. They want to listen to something. Guess what? You can't do it. Right. You cannot do it. You know what, what I was thinking? What if... Anytime I'm on any sort of trip or if I'm out for an entire day, um, that's essentially my problem. Yeah, I think for a lot of people it is. Now, the other thing is you could get Bluetooth earbuds. Do people even want to deal with pairing and doing it? Remember, for it's a pain in the butt for a lot of people, and they don't want to deal with it. Again, it's not going to be a make or break. They're you not going to go here, into the Apple store yelling and I screaming. Have. I, I haven't. I take issue with everybody, and, and and people in the chat room are saying this. Well, it's only a small group of people, and you can just get Bluetooth headphones, and that'll solve all your issues. It doesn't. Why? Why do you have to do it? Yeah. Um, I shouldn't have to. And secondly, I don't like Bluetooth because uh, the audio is inferior to actually plugging in a pair of headphones. Yeah. And also, what about people that are in worker environments where they're not allowed to have wireless devices? Yeah. There's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot that goes so, into this. But listen, these again, people that are like, again, oh, well, it's no big deal. I mean, you don't need to have, uh, have both plugged in at the same time. People can go all day and just listen to music and then charge it at nine and then yeah. Well, not if you're out for the entire day and then at the end of the day, you got like nothing left on your battery and you need to, you know, listen to something and yeah. charge your phone at the same time. How the heck are you going to do that? Yeah, I, I, an think, adapter? I think this is going to come down lose? to use cases. Really, it, it, that's what it really comes down to. And we won't know that until, you know, a couple of weeks go by and people start complaining. Most people aren't going to complain. Most people aren't going to care. Most people are going to just eat it and deal with it. Most people are idiots. Most people are just going to deal with it. to me, this is a huge issue. Yeah. Breakout cable. This is is my number one issue with the iPhone 7. See, for you, this is an issue, right? And I I do think, like, it would be for me also because I'm one of these people that plugs in while I charge on my backup battery when I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. For me, it's an issue also. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy a breakout cable for 40 freaking dollars and use it and just deal with it. I don't think you should. I don't think you it, – it's it's a change. Again, it's just like, it, it's okay, a pain well, in the ass. Now, I know. You had to have you know, two more adapters to carry with you. Oh, absolutely. I hate carrying. Listen, I carry enough stuff with me. I don't want to carry more more adapters. I got my earbuds. I got – the adapter I got, you know, for me, I'll deal with it. Whatever. I'm not, I can't, is it going to, you know, if, if that's the worst thing that happened to me today, that I had to plug this thing in, I'm okay. You know, I'm going to look at it in that sense. But I do understand it's a pain in the ass. It's a major pain in the ass for a lot of people. I'm not crazy about it. You know, I, I'm curious to see what happens. So do you want to go continue down the list? Or, or you know, what? Let's, let's continue down the list and then we'll go to the AirPods next. What do you think? Uh, so the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus launch on September 6th. The iPhone 7 starts at 649 and 7 Plus will start at 769. And here's the good news. 
No more 16 gigabyte models. Yes, and this is across the board, well, including Apple, iPad models. I'm really the glad new about storage that. capacities are 32 gigabytes, 128 gigabytes, and 256 gigabytes. Hey, so let me ask you: the 128 gig, right? That that yeah. I guess is a second tier, which replaces 64 gig model. Is it at the same price point as what the 64 gig model used to be? I believe so. Okay. I, I don't quote me on that, but I believe so. Because I don't really download a lot of music. So for me, the storage thing is not a big deal, but I do take a lot of photos. Like on this, I have, um, you know, it comes with 64, and then I have another 256 in here on the SD drive. So I have like 300 gigs on my phone. Yeah. But it's mostly See, video and images. I wouldn't do 32 gigabytes myself just because of how much photos yeah. and videos i store on my phone so you would do I, 128 i would have to at minimum at a minimum 64 gigabytes but since they don't have 64 to yeah. choose from i think 64 is a really good price like really good spot i i think we you know but you know what the other yeah. problem is here the other problem is, is i don't know how like on my ipad i have a 16 gig ipad it's essentially useless because these apps are so big now. Like, Word is a uh-huh. gig and a half, right? Like, I have Word on there. Gig and a half. Facebook, another, you know, gig almost. So, you're running out of space, and between the operating system, I think you're left with, like, you have, like, eight gigs or nine gigs of free storage. Between photos and everything, you're done. Probably not even that. Probably not even that, yeah. I, I would say six or seven. Okay. So, you have, like, you literally could install, like, six or seven things and then take photos. It's 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 not enough. You need yeah, my more guess than is that uh, sixteen gigabytes. You normally get about fourteen something. And then you're gonna have you know probably eight gigabytes of that being the operating system and applications. So you're left with about six or seven. Yeah. So this is good. Thirty two gigs. Let's you know nice nice uh, step up. Also, um, by the way, did you yeah. see photos and how thin this is? This is very thin. I was I was looking at, at photos that people took at, at the presser that they had after the event, and holy crap, this thing is thin. Did they say they didn't bring up how thin it is, which is bizarre, they did not. right? But I'm looking at this and I'm like, you know, honestly. So here you go. You ready? It here? looks a little too thin. So it is according to Apple's website. The iPhone Seven is point twenty eight inches, which is seven point one millimeters. Uh, and the iPhone 7 Plus clocks in at a slightly larger two, uh, 0.29 inches, 7.3 millime- millimeters. The new versions are, oh, interesting. They are no thinner than the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. They look really thin, though. I, you know what it is? It's Apple's, you know, photo. that They do that a lot. No, it's not, as, it's not thinner at all. It's slightly lighter, though. Slightly lighter because it's missing a headphone But, you know, deck. the funny thing is, is that it's still a much larger, heavier device than you see in other devices. Because I, yeah. I was actually looking at comparisons of, like, the 7 Plus versus the Galaxy Note 7. And the Galaxy Note 7 is actually smaller and lighter than the 7 Plus. Which one? And the Galaxy Note 7... Has a 5.7 inch display, the whereas Galaxy the Note 7 Plus only has a five and a half inch display. So, so you're getting a bigger display that's not only smaller but lighter with the Galaxy Note 7. Uh, hold on, let me see here. What did I say the weight is? 
All right, you're going to make me look all this up. Oh, I got it. I got it here. Okay. Got so it. I said it's point twenty point twenty nine, right? Let me see here. It's actually a little, according to this website, it's a little lighter than the Galaxy Note 7. It's 3. No. Point, oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Galaxy I'm talking about, Note 7 is, is smaller lighter. and you're, lighter than the You're absolutely iPhone. right. You're absolutely right. It's smaller and lighter. You're absolutely right. I was talking about the height. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't like that about it. I, is it that weird resolution that they do? Like the weird uh, the sizing of the screen? I don't know why it's so much thicker. Well, the 7 like, Plus bigger. is a 1080p display resolution, but then on the Galaxy Note 7, you actually have a higher resolution screen at 1440p. Hmm. I wonder why it's that. Like, Which I, I it's think it's a little bit weird though. that you're still only getting a 1080p display with the iPhone 7. Well, it, it, I think it has to do with the aspect ratio of that screen, right? That's why it's like wonky it like be, that. Yes. It's a little high. Like on this, this is a much smaller phone. This is a five and a half inch display. Right? So if you look at mm-hmm. this, it's not as big as the iPhone, you know, plus. Interesting. Uh, so let's see here. Launches September 16th. Pre-order starts today. You can order it today if you want. And uh, I looked at the pricing. You know, people are talking about the pricing. It is... If you get if you're getting if you're getting it, I really highly recommend just getting it on the Apple website or getting it in the Apple Store because you are getting Apple Care with it, and they cover everything. You don't have to go okay, with there like. We go. Here's the exact dimensions. Okay. Go ahead. The uh, iPhone Seven Plus is 158.2 by 77.9 by 7.3 millimeters, or 6.23. By 3.07 by 0.29 inches. Okay. Whereas the Galaxy Note 7, which has a 5.7 inch display, is 153.5 by 73.9 by 7.9. Hmm. Um, so it, it's it's mostly smaller Real, than the iPhone 7. And then as far as weight goes... The iPhone 7 Plus is 188 grams, whereas the Galaxy Note 7 is much less at 169 grams. So do you think Do you think the next version, the iPhone, I guess, 8, not the 7 Plus, but the 8 will be the new form factor? I would imagine it would be. They would uh, probably slim it down and maybe do, you know, like it, it a curve. It stinks because display. I need a new phone, and I don't know that I necessarily want this phone. I mean, I want, I want the iPhone 7 Plus. Yeah. But, you know, the the headphone things is what's really stopping me. Well, maybe you should think it about really it. It really is. Maybe you should think about it. I would take my time on this one. <laughs> I would I would like, take my time. Here's, here's, here's the thing is I, I have an iPhone 5. This is only a four-inch screen, and this this is now obsolete to me. So why don't you get a 6, why don't you get a six Plus? Success Plus. Because I want the latest and greatest. Yeah. By the way, Curtis B says... The iPhone 8 will be the 10th anniversary iPhone. Yes. So you're probably going to get a major redesign, which I totally agree with him. And I and I think the redesign will be something big. It is, you know, I'm trying to think. They kept the form factor for the iPhone, right? They did, what, the 3, the 3GS, right? It was that model. And then the 4 was a different one. So 4, 4S, and then they changed it for the 5. 
yes. 5S. But since the 6, so you're having the 6, 6S, 7, 7S. So there's going to be four iterations of this phone well, with the same form factor. 6, 6S, 7, Four 7S. models have with, with a similar form with factor, the sim- yes. sim- Yeah, the similar, uh, yeah. same body. So the next one has to be something big. I mean, they can't just make it just a little different. It has to be a big deal. 3, 3G, 3GS, then 4, 4S, then 5, 5S, 5SE. And then 6, 6S, 7, and then all the pluses. 6 plus, 6S plus, 7 plus. Um, and then you'll probably get the 7S and the, you know, and the 7S plus. Well, yeah. they, if, if they're doing a major redesign, they're probably just going to skip the S. No, no, no. Not Next year's not the... Yeah, it came out in 2007, right? Yeah. It, it, it was 2008. Yeah, 2007. 2007. Yeah, so actually next year is the 10-year anniversary. I cannot believe yes. that. I remember I was there. I was in FYE. Think sure. about how long ago. In Manhattan, I was in FYE in the city when they announced the iPhone, and I said, who the hell wants an Apple phone? This is so stupid. Who's going to pay You know whatever the price was? It was something I forgot. It was absurd, right? Uh, who's going to pay whatever the price was for an Apple phone? That's the dumbest thing ever. I'll stick with my Palm Trio. Thank you very much. <laughs> boy, was I'll I wrong. I'll stick with my BlackBerry. Yeah, boy, was I wrong. I put... I, 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 bet, I bet on the wrong horse there. Uh, so, you want to talk about these AirPods that they introduced? Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. Give me the specs. So... Uh, well, I, I I didn't put a whole lot of specs in there. I basically just just this, um, and I there's I have a lot of issues with this. Okay. It says if if you look at their website, it says twenty four hour battery life. Yeah. And then they say five hour battery life. Yes. So the twenty four hour battery life is for the charging case that you charge. So you charge this thing, and you get 24 hours of battery life for your earpods. So the way that it works is that you're walking, you have this case that they go in, and the case charges the phone, charges the earpods. So let's say you're at, you know, you have no, t- no nothing left on your earpods, AirPods. You put it in, and within 15 minutes, you get three more hours on this thing, and you get up to 24 hours of battery life on this charging thing case. Which is not bad, and I'm going to – so you go ahead, you, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give no, you my No, it's case. just the fact that, you know, it's sort of misleading. It is, but a lot of people don't even – a lot of – okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not I mean, that, that, that's what I have is that they, they, they claim 24-hour battery life, but they don't tell you that's the case. Yeah, so they use some weird wording. I have it here, actually. Let me go to Apple's website. And, pull and, it that, and that's the problem that I have with this, that, that they don't strictly say 24-hour battery life in the case. Okay. I think five hour battery life is okay. It's the it's one of the best, best in the industry. And the then most, um, I don't know. They just look like they're easily losable, much like every other one. Well, no. If, if if you have one of those that has a cable between the two, yeah, those earpods, are a little better. Yeah, those are a little better. That's much less losable, but. You just have literally the the earbuds themselves, yeah, yeah. and well, even if even if you misplace one of them, 
the whole thing is just like okay. And not only that, but they want one hundred and fifty nine dollars for this, which okay. I think it's a little. I know you've done the research on I this. Did. I did, but I, because I I thought exactly like, like myself you, who's already having a hard time with their not being a headphone jack. I know it's, it's too much. One hundred and fifty nine dollars is too much. <laughs> you're overwhelmed with all of this. You just you just. I'm not overwhelmed. You're done. It's just, you're finished. You're over this. You're over all of this. You're over the headphone. That this headphone thing is driving you crazy. You want to set right. the, You want to set all the phones on fire at this point. Right. So if I want to, if I if I want to, you know, have decent sounding audio quality, I got to spend a hundred and seventy dollars okay, for so, Bluetooth headphones. And it's just like okay. Really? So let me let me let me give you my case here. Um, I did a lot of research because when I first heard the hundred and fifty nine, and I saw the five hour battery life, up to five hour battery life, I was a little, I I. I honestly didn't think they would put ninety nine bucks. I thought would be a great price point for this I, because, but I, I don't know. So too. I was like, you know, I would love it. If it was forty nine ninety nine. I could see it being ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. So was not seeing one fifty nine ninety nine. I went into this without knowing what that market is like, right? The Bluetooth headphone market, and it's a very, uh, it's a very broad market because you could buy stuff for like nineteen bucks. And then it goes all the way up to like three, four hundred dollars for some of these things. The Apple is insane. Which is well, the headphones are like that, right? I mean, you same. We we talk about this all the time. Like you have a pair of Sony MDRs that you absolutely love, and those are about a hundred dollars. But to a lot of people, why would you get a hundred dollar headphone when you could buy a nineteen dollar headphone? You know, like that's it. It's it doesn't matter. Like. That's fine. I, and I think, by the way, $100 is a great price point for that. My headphones are $129. I have a pair of headphones that are almost $200 that I do not think sound great. So yeah, I did the it's, research it's, it's, on this. It's even the fact that it's over $150. Yeah. So I did the research. And the conclusion that I came to is these are actually a pretty decent deal. And I'll tell you why. A lot of these Bluetooth headphones are at least three hours of charging and they don't have like a battery. They don't have a case that you could walk around with. And the ones that do have a case, they, don't, they have, don't have something else. You can also lose with them. No, they don't, but they only give you three hours. So here's the thing. What do you do if you're, you're out and about and your, your headphone dies, you don't get that opportunity to just pop them in for 10 minutes and then take it out. So I think that's a plus. The ones that I have seen that do this are only eight hours or ten hours of charge on that battery case. The other thing is you're also getting that accelerometer uh, that'll help that'll work and it'll work with Siri. And it's it's using I believe and I'm not too sure and I think you thought this too. It's using NFC to accelerometers cannot be that expensive. It's not, but it's another thing that other ones don't. Right, and it also it also has a microphone where a lot of the other ones don't. I, yeah, I mean, honestly, and I actually do not. Even if it was one twenty nine ninety nine, that would be way better than one fifty nine. Oh, you know what? Maybe they're going to drop I mean, the price it's, when it's they the see what people are that buying. They're over one hundred and forty nine dollars. It's possible. So when I looked at the price of this, um, and I compared it to the other ones, it's actually exactly where the market is depicted for those kind of devices now i don't know if these are the same exact headphones as the iphone listen they're not great headphones but they're not terrible like i have a pair of samsung's that i got with my phone comparing that to the iphone headphone it's actually really bad surprisingly it's bad and they shouldn't be 
Um, mm-hmm. The other thing, it does auto mono stereo, which is cool, which you don't really see too often. Um, the the negative here is that it's standard Bluetooth, so you are limited to the quality that you're going to get over Bluetooth, much like everything else on the market. The yeah, positive, the last time I tried Bluetooth, I was incredibly disappointed. I was also, but it could have also been that it was a bad headphone, you know, like it could have been a cheapo headphone. I've used really good Bluetooth it. headphones, I, I, and I don't I care I think for that them. was inherent to Bluetooth and Bluetooth at the time that I yeah. tried it, so. Listen, Bluetooth's improved. 4.1 has improved way better, you know, it's way better than 3 and whatever the previous generation was. So, the other thing I, I like is, is that is that switchable, but here's what, also what I heard, and I've been reading about this, and I'm getting conflicting stories. As far as I could tell, this will work on other non-Apple devices. You just, you're just That's not going to get. That's what I've been reading too. You're just not going to get it has Bluetooth. It just won't. It just won't have the same magic. It won't have the Apple magic. Yeah. So it won't yeah. sync perfectly once you take it out of the case. Uh, but you know, for a buck fifty nine, and knowing that I could use this on my other devices, it's a little better than. It's only locked in proprietary. The, the proprietary stuff, there is proprietary stuff, and that's, I think, the sync, and I think it's the accelerometer, and I think it's the mono to stereo switching. It's still people in the marketplace for the for quality and whatever it is, this is exactly where the market dictates. And I was and I came out swinging. I was, I was like you, John. I said, this sucks. It's too much money. I don't think people are going to buy this. Now, will they probably drop the price? I do think they're going to drop the price. Look, I think they'll drop it to one twenty. I'm an audiophile myself, and I'm fine paying for something if it's reasonable and it sounds good. Well, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to. I'm actually. Uh, I know someone that's buying one, and I asked him if I could use them and borrow them for a couple hours, and he said, "Absolutely, take them and use them." I want to see how good they work. That's the only way we'll know. I want to. I, I want to get your opinion on how easily lost they are. You know what it is though. It, I I don't lose things. I'm very I'm very obsessive with this stuff. Like I don't I don't. But listen, like home, he's he'll lose everything. There's no way he's gonna survive with these things. My wife will definitely lose these. There's no way that that she will not lose this. Yeah, and you're not gonna spend 159 dollars on something that you know you're I, just gonna lose. I'm telling you right now, I am not. But I would just use the earbuds that come with it. You know, like I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what? I have been out of the iOS, you know, the iPhone experience for a little. Like too I long. said, my biggest problem is that there, there is honestly more times that I need to have, you know, phone charging and headphones plugged in. And I, and I've done this several times over the past month where I've had to have it both charging and headphones plugged in at the same time. So uh, that alone is a big issue for me. Yeah. We'll see what and happens. yes, Bluetooth will sol- solve that, but there's no way I'm spending $159. Okay, so you know what, John? If you get yes, the iPhone, I will buy like, you. Oh, well, there, you, can, you can get cheaper Bluetooth assets. Yeah? How good do they sound? Well, we don't know how good this sounds either, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. What else do we have? So let's talk about this game that they announced at the very beginning I'm of the very event, excited for this. Cool surprise. Super Mario Run. Uh, Nintendo came out and actually launched or announced uh, Super Mario Run for the iPhone, which is coming later this year. And for you Android people, yes, it is coming eventually for Android as well. You're very excited for this. I, I'm actually 
pleasantly surprised that Nintendo finally realized that they have to start putting some titles on mobile devices. They did this. I, I think it really comes down to the success of Pokemon Go. That's really made this a thing for them. You know, the summer blew up for them. And, uh, you know, even though it's their licensed property and stuff like that, uh, they realize what they can do. Uh, and I, I do think it's a good idea not to just port over, you know, Super Mario 3 and just sell that in the store. I think what they're going to have to do is have these original titles for the iPhone and for Android. I, I do see them doing exclusive titles for the I, iPhone and exclusive titles for Android. I think this would be a nice way for them to play that both would, sides. That would be a bad move, I think. You think so? Yeah. I anticipate there to be an exclusive title for iOS. That I, I don't like exclusive, period, regardless of what it is. I don't, I, even, even when you know a phone is exclusive to a cure, I've never liked that. So when music think- is... When, when an album is exclusive to whatever streaming service, don't like it. So well, let me ask I you this. I do not like exclusives. Let me ask you this. Do you think this is going to be a successful venture for Nintendo? I think it will be, yeah. I think this. I they demoed the game, and, you know, it looks like a really fun game. It does look like a fun game, yeah. It looks like it, it captures the, the essence of Mario and Nintendo, and people have wanted this sort of experience on their iPhone. So how does it work? It works if, like, with tilting, right? Doesn't it um, work with, like, tilting? The, the, it's, it's not necessarily... I'm, I'm not sure, because they were like, we purposely made this so that you can play it one-handed. Yeah, so I think it works with, like, but I tilting didn't quite understand don't... the controls of it. So I believe it's always running. It's always running, and you're controlling left or right. Yeah, but you can also jump in. Yeah. It, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it looks like a really fun game. It really I'm, does. I'm looking at a clip of it right now, and this looks really cool. It looks like a full game. It doesn't look like some, you know, dinky game. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of uh, Mario Brothers. So the other thing is they said, this was interesting. So it's coming December 2016 for iPhone and iPad. Um, the the interesting wording that they used was you pay once and you get everything. Did you notice that? Yeah, I thought that was a little bit of a weird thing, but yeah. uh, they just don't want to do freemium where you know you download the game, but then you have in app purchases. They don't want they don't want to do in app purchases. I'm they telling you right now, this is not purchase and that's it, and you get everything. This is not going to be a two dollar or three dollar game. No, and and I think most people are fine with that. Nine ninety nine. I think most people would be perfectly acceptable of nine ninety nine. I this would game. be. I would be very very happy with. that. I think they could possibly even swing fourteen ninety nine. Oh, they might. They might, and they they'll probably get their money because Nintendo's not cheap when they they put stuff in their. I mean, even their like Nintendo Virtual Store for for Nintendo Wii U. I will say though, if it's cheap. over fourteen ninety nine, no way. No way, no. Mm-mm. For a mobile game, I don't think. No, it'd be you'd be hard pressed to get for more than fourteen ninety nine for any mobile game. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Uh, Apple Watch Two was also announced now waterproof by using the speaker to vibrate the water out. Of yeah, the phone. did you see the little animation of this? I did. Yeah, I did. I saw it. It's um, a little interesting. They say that it's it's waterproof or swim proof up to 50, 50 meters. meters yeah up to it's water resistant they, they made like a meters. huge deal out of you know 
you can swim with this. Which this I think is something that we made specifically for swimmers. Yeah. Uh, it has its own GPS chip now. Uh, and the big partnership is with Nike and with Nike branded Apple watches for runners, including Nike specific apps for runners. That is a very interesting move and something that we've discussed for a long time. Because I do think that the future of this device is going to be co-branded products where they license the product to the brand. Pokemon Go officially will get an app on the watch. John, you got to get your po- you got to get your Apple Watch now. I'm honestly wondering, you know, get a regular, get the first one. This is going to be what? Oh yeah, I'm curious about that too. I mean, if Pokemon Go on your phone just kills your battery, what is Pokemon Go on the watch going to do for your watch battery? Yeah, it's officially coming to the watch, but how long will the battery life be? Uh, launch uh, it launches on September 16th, and the prices for the device will start at 369 for the 38 millimeter edition. The Nike Plus edition for the device is starting at 369, but won't be shipping until later October. The Apple Watch Series One, which is the app, the original Apple Watch, gets a price drop to 269, which sounds incredibly reasonable in my opinion. They also made yeah. a big deal out their new ceramic version, which has set you back a whopping $1,249. So, when, and Paul brought this up to me yesterday. You know, when they announced the Apple Watch, or the, the first one, I thought it was obscenely expensive. But now looking at $369 for this thing, even for the C- Series 2, it's not that bad. $369, no, not that bad. It's not. I mean, it, it, it's when you're spending... Four hundred, five hundred, and six hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, two sixty nine, two sixty nine does not look has bad. Limited functionality. Two sixty nine does not look bad for the Series One. Absolutely not. Yeah. I also, think that's by the way, very uh, reasonable. Series One will also get the new dual core CPU. It's getting a new. It's getting a new. So it's not the original. It's it's Series One. That's how they're calling it. Yeah, I so, think I think under four hundred dollars is is. For for an Apple Watch, for an Apple Watch is reasonable. Yeah, not bad at all. For for most other watches, I don't know, but well, they're all like that. You know, I mean, look at Samsung. Let's look at the Samsung lineup. Let me go to Samsung. Samsung Gear. They're new. The Gear V3, right? Is that it? No, I have no called? idea. I don't keep track of it. It's just like they, they have a new one every I know, six every months week. or whatever. So okay, the new Gear S. Wow, this is actually pretty. There's multiple watches. There's, okay, let's go to smart watches. I'm curious to see what their price point is and where they start. Yeah, some of these watches are really pretty. Okay, so the Gear S2. Is there a Gear S3 or they haven't announced? They haven't released it in the store. Okay, so Samsung's website is really funky. Yeah, and, and yeah. I can't keep track of what products they have yeah. because they announce a new product every single month. Yeah, so it's probably going to be $400 like the other one. It's uh, they're all the same. Wow, these are actually yeah. not bad looking. These watches, not bad looking at all. Listen, I think a lot of this is you know, people are still very hesitant about wearables, especially smart watches, and they don't. They want to. They're 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 okay spending some money on this. I think up to four hundred dollars. But I think after four hundred dollars, you really start to think, okay, well. How often am I going to use this watch, and is it that really worth it for something that's more than four hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. Agree with you one hundred percent. So two sixty nine, uh, three sixty nine. I can see that being something that's somewhat of an impulse buy, but after that, um, you really have to want 
the Apple Watch. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about Samsung. Samsung uh, I'm sorry, Sony. PlayStation 4 Slim and PlayStation 4 Pro was announced also last week. Uh, this week. Yeah, they did this at the same time as the Apple event. <laughs> they did. Uh, they did do it. Uh, PS4 Slim hits the shelves September 15th for $300. Uh, the PS4 Slim features a 500-gig hard drive and the guts of the standard PS4, plus a new cosmetic and convenience, convenience upgrades, including a light bar at the top, more space between the front-facing USB ports, and the removal of the optical port. I don't like that. I sometimes like optical audio. If you if you don't have, well, it's unnecessary at this point. You're right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking to myself. I'm having a discussion with myself, and I'm saying, you're right, Andrew. The console is <laughs> about 30% smaller than the standard PS4, which came out in 2013. Oh, my God. It came out in 2013. And it plays all existing PlayStation 4s. The new model, however, is more energy efficient, cutting cutting power consumption down by 28% over the current PS4. The Slim supports HDR gaming and video as well. Uh, the Pro will be available November 10th, and it'll be priced at $399. Uh, the upgrade is, it boasts about the upgraded X9664 Jaguar AMD CPU with six with eight cores, a 4.2 teraflop AMD Radeon GPU, three USB ports, 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi, supports up to one terabyte hard drive, uh, Sony says it's twice as fast as a regular PS4, and of course, it's designed specifically for UHD TVs and PlayStation VR. It's also going to do HDR, uh, UHD HDR. What do you think of this? Cool mid-range replacements, uh, mid-cycle replacements for these devices. It's it's a new uh, venture by both Microsoft and Sony. I, I think they're both decent upgrades to what's yeah. out there now. Very decent upgrades. Very decent upgrades, and. You know what? This makes sense because the, the days of having a console for eight years sitting down there and minor upgrades happening, it's kind of gone. You know, technology is moving really quickly, especially with television. Um, in 2013, a lot – and they're doing this for 4K, obviously. In 2013, 4K was still not a, a selling device. Everybody, I mean, listen, I bought a TV last year. Yeah, well, it's like, you and, know, almost every TV that you buy these days is 4K capable. Yeah, so. and I bought a TV last year, and I didn't buy a 4K TV because it was still kind of expensive. Now, I can get a Vizio, a beautiful Vizio, 4K, 60-inch, for $600, $700. If I want to spend mm-hmm. a little bit more and get something a little better, $800. So... You're, you're, you're minus, you're below the $1,000 threshold for these TVs. You're getting a great TV. Um, if you, I, think you get, I, I think I saw it at Walmart. I was looking online. They had a 55-inch 4K Vizio for four ninety nine. Wow. That's ridiculous. So it's the right time for Sony. You know, the market, people are adapting 4K, and there's more 4K content now, being Now provided. if only um, networks would uh, start operating It's in not going to happen. Sorry. Not happening God, no, they're not even doing 1080. They're not no, doing 1080p. that's so bad. It's really bad. I, they're going to get their act together, hopefully one day. So the last story of the day, Australian Airlines is banning users of the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Samsung has a global recall. It's actually not a recall recall. They're calling it something else because if it's a recall, then they have to call all the devices back. I think they they put a stop or a replacement order, something like that. They, they're calling it something else. Uh, of the Samsung 
Galaxy Note 7 due to the issue with the battery exploding. Note, it is a yeah, very small about percentage. This, I think uh, last week where um, they they have batteries from two different manufacturers and it's the, the Korean batteries that have a, some sort of flaw in it. And they, they, they've, uh, I, I don't know what the revised ones are, but when we reported this last week, they said there was a reports of about 35 people that had a Galaxy Note 7 with an exploded battery. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people, but it's still dangerous, and it's still something that yeah, could possibly happen. And, and, and now it seems to be, you know, getting a little bit more dramatic now that, you know, airlines such as, uh, I believe it was Qantas, just are in Virgin Australia, uh, telling passengers that they are not to power up their Samsung Galaxy Note 7 on its planes. So, and me- you also have the FFA, the FAA also saying... Um, you know, you probably shouldn't be using your Galaxy Note 7 on flights. I do find it funny because do you think a lot of these flight attendants know what phone is what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you think they're going and saying, like, like, let me see your papers, like a Gestapo? They walk around, let me yeah. see your phone now. Leave the, the phone fact, the fact at the door. You have this escalation of this situation. Yeah. It and is. Like, okay, well, now it's kind of. It's it's serious, but not serious in the sense that okay, well, this is unprecedented in the sense that uh, you you have airlines and the FAA saying don't use your Galaxy Note Seven on flights. Do you remember what the other phone was that was catching on fire? Was it the iPhone? I don't remember. I know that there's been a lot of issues with the uh, hoverboards and the lithium-ion batteries in those. Yeah, Curtis B says. In our chat room, by the way, if you're watching this, you can watch live, by the way, every week. Uh, we do a show on Fridays. He says, it'll be easy for the flight attendants to recognize it. It'll be the one on fire setting off the smoke <laughs> detectors in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That'll be it. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember what the other phone was that was catching on fire. It was a big deal. Crap. I forgot what it was. So is it the fast charging that's causing this? I don't know. I haven't read that much into it. I don't know that they've said much about the cause of it other than it being the Korean batteries. So, you know, I did some I did some reading about how the fast charging works. And the problem with fast charging is that it dramatically reduces the lifespan of your battery. But the way that it's justified is that you're going to have this phone for two years anyway and you're getting rid of it. So who cares? Who cares if it's mm-hmm. running at 75 percent? you know, of, of charging capacity compared to, you know, 100% two years ago. So that's how they justify. But it's actually really bad for the battery to do this fast charging. If you're, if you're hanging, deciding to hang on to your battery for, you know, a while, I really do recommend at night not to do the fast charging and leave it in as like a regular, you know, use like a lower amperage, I guess. I guess that's what, that's what you can do. Like I have different plugs that don't do fast charging. So at night I use that on my phone. Because who cares if it's going to take eight hours to charge my battery to to 100%. I'm sleeping. So that's about it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. I got to get out of here. John, you got to get out of here. Yep. Guys, yep. go to a website, gfqnetwork.com. Subscribe to all our podcasts. We have a wide range of content on our website. You can follow John on Twitter at Suncast. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Zarin. You can follow the GFK Network at GFK Network. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye for now.